When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome to Friday. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. It's July 1st, and that means dairy breakfast season is past, and now it's time to celebrate summer at the county fair. It also means that we've got a long weekend approaching. Ag meteorologist Stu Muck will have our weather details for the 4th of July weekend in about 15 minutes. In the meantime, grab the bug spray because there's a summer pest you do not want to meet. Coming up. As a proud supporter of the dairy industry, Compure Financial sends a special thank you to dairy producers during June Dairy Month. Compure recognizes the dedication it takes to produce safe and nutritious dairy products for our nation and world and is grateful to all the hardworking farmers and their families. Give your local Compure team a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compure.com for your lending and other financial needs. Compure Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com. Join the fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. She'll give you the latest forage updates from L4X Seeds on Tuesday, July 12th. Just visit booth 965 right across from the hot air balloon. Make L4X your stop for alfalfa excellence. See you there. Celebrate all things agriculture at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, including a country music concert. Farm Tech Fest Wednesday, July 13th, just south of Loyal, featuring Joe Nichols, Sawyer Brown, and Madison Country. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. It used to be when we were kids, we worried about mosquito and mosquito bites, but that's changed. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And while we still worry about uh, mosquito bites and poison ivy and things like that, there's another insect, Pam, over the past few years that has really caused some problems with people's health, not only in the short term, but the long term. It doesn't look like it's going away. No, it's not. And the worrisome part is that it is finding its way to Wisconsin. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. This one surprised me. I was just kind of glancing at headlines when all of a sudden I see a headline about a tick that if you are bitten by it, it can actually cause you to become allergic to meat. Not just beef, but pork as well. Is this for real? Well, 
I turn my attention to P.J. Leash. He's our University Extension Entomologist, the Wisconsin Bug Guy. Now, I talk to P.J. quite often about, like you said, Bob, mosquitoes and the ticks that we find in Wisconsin, namely deer ticks. But this one, the Lone Star Tick, is making headlines by suddenly making people allergic to meat once they've been infected. And P.J. tells me this is an insect he's been keeping an eye on for a while. Yeah, so this is a, a tick that I have been watching for a while, and, and my colleagues in our uh, medical entomology lab have been keeping a close eye on this one as well. So the tick we're referring to is called the Lone Star Tick, and it gets that name because the adult females have a lone, single, pale spot right in the middle of her back. Otherwise, she's mostly brownish. And these ticks are about the same size as our common, what we'd refer to as wood ticks, or or also known as American dog ticks. So they're about that size, but they just have a different appearance. And what's unusual about this tick is it's not something that we generally expect to see in Wisconsin. If you look at the range of this tick, if, if I wanted to go looking for them, for example, I would probably go somewhere between like Missouri and Virginia. Uh, places like Tennessee, Kentucky, and and so on. So just to the south of us, a couple hundred miles where the climate is going to be a little bit warmer, milder winters, that seems to be the range of this tick. But we have been seeing it pop up in Wisconsin a little bit over time. And I have some colleagues that published a study fairly recently. It looked at uh, records of this tick from about 2008 to 2015, And they found just over about 50 cases of this tick in the state. So it's not common by any means because some of our other ticks like deer ticks and wood ticks, you can just find hundreds of them if you go out looking. So it's not common. We're not even sure at this point if it can make it through our winters. Um, the if you look at pins on the map, we just kind of find an isolated one here, one there. Maybe they're coming up with birds or something like that. It does make me a little worried, though, because over time, if uh, we get warmer temperatures and we get milder winters, we could potentially see more of this tick in our area. Absolutely. And that's why I'm talking with you, because aside from the fact that it is making its presence in Wisconsin, tell me about the traits that this tick can inflict on its victim. That's what really catches my attention. Yeah, so there's actually a number of things that worry me about this tick. So uh, first of all, there's a number of diseases that can be carried and transmitted by this tick. Perhaps the biggest one, most notable one, is called ehrlichiosis, and it's somewhat similar to Lyme disease uh, in terms of how it can be treated and things like that. But there's some other diseases as well. But as you mentioned, Pam, there is this unusual allergic reaction to red meat. And the reason why this occurs is there are some substances in the saliva of this tick. And uh, part of this is a component, a particular type of sugar, which is known as alpha-gal. And what happens is if you are bitten by this tick, your body reacts. It starts uh, mounting an immune defense, and it reacts to this particular type of sugar. Well, this same type of sugar is naturally found in certain types of meat, such as uh, beef and pork. And so what can happen is if you're bitten by this tick, uh, a short while later, your body can develop this allergy 
to that same sugar, which is in red meat. And, and so uh, after this tick bite, you may be tailgating at a, a ball game or having a, a barbecue in your backyard. You eat some red meat, and then all of a sudden later that day, you start feeling really crummy. And, and some individuals, it may be not all that severe, but in some folks, it can be almost an anaphylactic type reaction and, and very severe. Some good news, though, is it seems that in most individuals, if you're bitten by this tick, if you do develop this uh, allergy, the alpha-gal syndrome or alpha-gal reaction, it tends to fade over time, maybe over the course of a couple months. But still, I love a good burger on the grill, and uh, I wouldn't want to have to deal with something like this. Absolutely. And I also noticed that you have to be, if you would be bitten by this Lone Star tick, you also have to be mindful of other products that could include some of those mammal-based gelatins, things like uh, bottled water, gel cap. They, they had a whole list of things. And there is no treatment, per se, or no antidote for this, at least right now. Right. Not that I'm aware of, but as I mentioned, luckily it seems that this type of allergy uh, fades over the course of a couple months in most situations. So that is some good news that it can get better with time. But still, this could be something that would really impact your day-to-day life. If you're thinking about uh, your diet and the foods we consume, um, this could really throw a monkey wrench into the machine. Boy, I guess. Again, PJ Leishlong with us. We call him our Wisconsin bug guy, and he is our university extension entomologist. You always remind people, PJ, we're notwithstanding the Lone Star Tick, there's a lot of insects out there that we can protect ourselves against. You want to give us your laundry list of items to consider if you're going out for a hike, you're going to be camping, if you're going to be out even in the backyard, you can take precautions. Oh, definitely. And I think this time of the year, it's really relevant to think not just about ticks, but also many parts of the state, the mosquitoes are starting to pop out. I know in northern Wisconsin, they've been out for a while. Southern Wisconsin, they're really just starting to get going. And with the storms we've had the last couple of days, wouldn't surprise me if we saw mosquito numbers continue to increase here in the next couple of weeks. So some good news is the tactics and approaches we use for ticks and mosquitoes, they overlap quite a bit. Um, Things such as wearing long sleeve clothing, uh, that's a physical barrier between these creatures and your skin. If they can't get to your skin, they can't bite you. So that can be very helpful if you are going out maybe on a hike in the woods with kids or something like that. And you know it's an area with ticks. You might want to perhaps avoid that particular hiking spot entirely. Or you could wear long slow clothing, maybe even tuck your pants into socks to have a continuous barrier. So that's one thing you can do. Another option would be to use repellents. And there are a number of really good repellents that have the science backing them up. One of the old gold standards would be DEET. Pretty much everybody has heard of that one. If you aren't a fan of it for whatever reason, the greasy feel or or whatnot, there are some other alternatives. You can go to the hardware store and find repellents containing picaridin or IR3535. Or if you're looking for a plant-based repellent that's got science backing it up, there are repellents that contain oil of lemon eucalyptus. So all of those are great options. They work both against ticks and mosquitoes. Just keep in mind that each repellent is a little bit different. uh, And you'll have to read the fine print because it'll tell you how long it's going to last, how often you should reapply, and if you should apply it to clothing or skin directly, and if you need to wash any of those off after you're done. So that's something that you can do. And one other thing worth mentioning, especially for ticks, because um, when I think of mosquitoes and ticks, and a health threat here in Wisconsin, deer ticks are number one in my mind because of Lyme disease. We usually get a couple thousand confirmed cases in the state every year. 
the real number could be many times higher than that. So one important thing to do is if you've been spending time outdoors, maybe it's an area where you've especially bumped into ticks before, when you're done, come in and do a tick check. Physically look over your body um, to look for ticks. And a reason I say that is if you are bitten by something such as a deer tick that has Lyme disease, they actually have to be attached for a significant length of time, about 36 hours or longer approximately. And so if you have a deer tick biting you and you remove it within just a couple hours, even if it were carrying Lyme, your chances of getting it are exceedingly low. So tick checks are a really important precaution that you can take. Every time I talk to you, you give me the chicken skin, PJ, with your knowledge about insects, but we sure appreciate it. Again, PJ Leash along with us. He's our university extension entomologist going from that Lone Star tick that has some very unique uh, characteristics that you don't want to uh, have inflicted on you. And like he said, now is a good time to brush up on all the ways you can protect you and your family from the ticks and mosquitoes that populate Wisconsin's woods. As always, follow him on Twitter at W.I. Bug Guy. He is our bug guy. P.J. Leash along with us. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Cleary Building Corp. They protect what you value. Visit clearybuilding.com to see the Cleary difference. And Wisconsin Farm Bureau, the state's largest general agriculture organization for over 100 years. Join now at wfbf.com. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Not only is William Thomas Custom Jewelry known for creating unique pieces, they're unique in their approach. They actually encourage you to shop around at other jewelry stores first. You'll quickly realize that William Thomas is no doubt your forever jewelry resource. Experience William Thomas Custom Jewelry. They'll help you create a one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear from day one. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Imagine the freedom that would come with having your rent or mortgage payments covered for an entire year. Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison wants to make that happen for you in the Live for Free promotion. Starting at 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon, July 31st, 21 winners will roll the dice to score a cash prize between $500 and $2,000. Then at 7.30, one winner will take home the grand prize. Rent or mortgage for a year with a $25,000 cash prize. You'll want to be here. We're giving away up to $67,000 in total cash prizes. See you soon at Ho-Chunk Gaming You love your home. It's full of memories from the past and even more memories to be made. When you're ready to spruce it up, contact AF Construction. AF Construction will talk to you about your addition ideas like a relaxing three-season sunroom or expanded living space. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back, and it's time now for your Compere Financial Egg Weather Update with our egg meteorologist, Stu Muck. Stu, the intro said, hang on to your tractor, hang on to your bug spray. I don't know if you heard that interview Pam did with our state entomologist, but a tick that makes you allergic to meat? No, thank you. 
Yeah, that would be about the end for me. That that wouldn't be good at all. <laughs> so, Stu, I, I'm looking at the weather forecast. It looks like, you know, at least in southern Wisconsin over the holiday weekend, there is going to be maybe more showers than was forecasted earlier in the week. How, how is that looking? Chances are there. Let's put it that way, Stephanie. Like yesterday, we watched that front pass through. There were a couple of raindrops over here in eastern Wisconsin. We watched that rain most of the day. It did kind of dissipate as it tried to move south and east. The cool front that brought that rain has dropped off away from southeast Wisconsin this morning. The radar indicating the rain up into lower Michigan, down toward northern Missouri, southern Iowa, back into Nebraska and Kansas. None of that a big concern for us. We stay dry and pretty nice today. Temperatures just a little bit cooler than normal. That's not hard to take at all. I expect sunshine and very nice temperatures at most like normal for tomorrow, but a disturbance will edge in from the west and the possibility, the small chance that there could be a shower begins to push in toward La Crosse and Boston toward Saturday afternoon or evening. Further east, we stay dry a bit longer. That small chance for a very scattered shower or storm may be developing a bit later Sunday or into Sunday night. And the possibility for an isolated, a scattered, very hit or miss type shower or storm could be around again later on Independence Day, Monday afternoon or Monday night. I don't expect major storminess. I don't expect big washout rains, but there may be a couple of rain chances later in the weekend. I'll have forecast details right after this. BioVet Microbial and Nutritional Supplements are formulated by their own staff veterinarian. Their focus on technology, research, and innovation ensures that your livestock receive live microbials and the absolute best nutritional ingredients to support all stages of health, growth, production, and reproduction. When you think healthy livestock, think BioVet and let them help you grow your profits. Call today, 1-800-BIOVET1 or find them online at bio-vet.com. Badgerbean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. Badgerbean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit Badgerbean.com today. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Stu, I've got a big smile on my face because I'm looking at the forecast for northern Wisconsin. That's where I'm headed this weekend to do some lake activity. And there is zero chance of any isolated showers up there. Hopefully I don't jinx it, though. Well, you probably just did. There's going to be a slight chance, I think, almost statewide on toward the 4th of July. But our Compure Financial Ag Weather update, mostly sunny skies, a few morning clouds, especially in the southeast part of the state today. Otherwise, really nice, right around 80. I'd expect most of us at 80 or 81. And winds out of the north will be at 5 to 10. 
will stay clear overnight and quiet, right down to about 60 with the west winds at 5 to 10. Mostly sunny Saturday, that slight chance of an afternoon shower or storm, lacrosse or Boston, temps in the low 80s, winds become northwest about 5. That little disturbance keeps things a little shook up. So Sunday, even though we have sunny skies and could be almost into the mid-80s, 084, maybe an 85 here or there, the possibility of an afternoon or evening shower or storm, south winds at 5. And a look ahead even to Monday for you, and I still expect temps in the low to mid-80s and that small rain chance around. It really sounds pretty typical for early July, Stephanie. I hope everybody can have a little time to enjoy it too, although I know there's still a lot of hay being made. Yes, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the sunshine while it's around, and stay safe out there. Thanks, Sue. We'll catch you back here again on Tuesday. And that's your Compeer Financial Ag Weather Update. Compeer Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. You can visit Compeer.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. If you suffer from joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Hey, it's Ebo with great news. Now there's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints, pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out, and the new ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you quality of life you deserve. Call now and schedule a free consultation. 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. QC Kinetics. 608-319-1750. Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? Or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip ID and password so you can check the status of your tip. Once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed, arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously. Your confidentiality is important to us. Any individual who contacts Crime Stoppers will always remain anonymous. Call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com. Madison Area Crime Stoppers, your safety is always our priority. Let's ride bikes. Having your bicycle serviced at the shop is a real hassle. I'm Andy Q, owner of the Bike Mobile. For the past 25 years, I've watched people wrestle with their bikes in shop parking lots. 
I knew there had to be an easier way, so I started the Bike Mobile. The Bike Mobile is a mobile bicycle repair van that comes to you at home or at work. Book your appointment today at thebikemobile.com and let's ride bikes. This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model, and color that you just purchased. Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom, if you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Forbes.com, your amazing article. I see it posted on your Twitter account at Rob Reichel one hour ago. The Packers remain one of the NFL's elite teams, but there are three major issues that could slow them down in 2022. Robbie, hit me with this one. Who's going to catch the damn ball? Great question. And you, and you, and you scratch your head and you wonder, is, is, is the player even on the roster right now? Right, Evo? And, and again, I, I expect them to begin the year with kind of this cast of characters among among the wideout position that, that they currently have. But but I, I mean I'm telling you, Evo, when when you look at it, it's I, I think the football focus last week, they did a really good piece. They they do positional overviews at, at this time of the year and they go one to thirty two. And and Green Bay ranks pretty high in the majority of them. Uh, We've talked about this many times on your show, Evo. I mean, it's a really good roster. But the Packers wide receiver ranked 31st in the National Football League. Number 31, the only one worse is the Bears, which which is no surprise. But, but I mean, Evo, when you look at it, you know, they got a a couple guys, uh, you know, on the the last couple holes of their career in in Randall Cobb and and Sammy Watkins. Alan Lazard is, is the picture of mediocrity. Amari Rogers caught four passes last year, Evo, and then, and then you've got three rookies, right? Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, and, and Samari Toure. And, um, I mean, I, I, I guess, Evo, it, it is really interesting. It, 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 when, when Aaron Rodgers talked, I guess, I guess it was still this month because it's June 30th, but earlier this month, um, he referred to Lazard as the new number one. 
and 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 that that that's just not going to win you playoff games. That that's just not going to win you championships. Um, if if that winds up being the case, Evo, they, they need Sammy Watkins to be even seventy five percent of the player that was once the fourth overall pick in a draft. If Sammy Watkins can kind of turn back the clock to what he what he was at at Clemson in his early years in Buffalo and, and what he timed and, and lifted and ran and all those things when, when he was, uh, you know, coming out of, you know, and, and part of the 2014 draft and some of his numbers at the combine that, that may not be possible again, Evo, he's coming off career lows in every category, just like Randall Cobb is, mm-hmm. but Sammy Watkins to me and Christian Watson are probably the two guys that by the time you get to January, might have a chance to be a player that opposing defenses. I don't even want to go as far as saying fear evil, but but have to you know totally respect in their game plan. But you know right right now, as as you look at the at the group they're going to put on the field here in week one when when they go to Minnesota. I mean I'm, I'm going to just guess off the top of my head that that the top three and in you know of the top four maybe are, are going to be Watkins, Lazard. Randall Cobb and, and probably Christian Watson, if he can have a really good training camp, uh, Evo to work his way in, into that group. You know, in, in a perfect world, Amari Rogers shines and he and he takes Randall Cobb's snaps in the slot. Yeah, but Evo. we live in an imperfect world, Rob. We sure do. We sure do. I mean, we we, we hey, Randall Cobb, good guy, and and thanks for the memories. But uh, but but again, he he's on hole eighteen and he doesn't have a, a lot to give him. Um, you know. It's a great question, Evo, I, and I don't have a great answer. So I think it's, 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 is that the most glaring and jarring question it for is, the Green Bay Packers? It, it is. It is far and away the number one issue on this football team. It it clearly is the area that can hold this team back from greatness and and winning a Super Bowl. Uh, because Evo, when and and you know this, and Packer Nation has seen this and experienced it so many times here in the last decade plus, and specifically the last couple of years when they've been the number one seed and hosted playoff games by the. By the by, the time you get to the divisional playoffs or an NFC championship game, you are seeing the best defenses in football. You're seeing the 49ers. You're seeing Tampa Bay uh, the last couple of years. If, if you're Green Bay, and you know you remember back to 2014, they they saw Seattle, which was the number one defense in football. The Rams have an outstanding defense. They they played them at various times here in, in the postseason the last few years. Um, but the bottom line, evil there is those teams have would have absolutely no reason to fear the, the, the Cobbs and, and, and the Rogers and, and the Lazards and the Sammy Watsons of, of the world. And, and they will take those guys away. And it, it was already hard enough for Aaron Rodgers to win playoff games with Devontae Adams. Um, now trying to do it without him and an unproven group of wide receivers. I didn't even mention Robert Tunyon, who's really their only legitimate threat in the passing game at tight end. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back on a Friday morning, the 1st of July. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Whether you're doing chores or riding around for fun, especially this weekend, be careful on that ATV or UTV. Our intern, Allison Lund, shares a message on the fatalities Wisconsin is seeing due to ATV, UTV accidents. 
Wisconsin has seen an uptick in ATV and UTV crashes and incidents with motor vehicles, and with that comes the process of handling those incidents and working to prevent more crashes. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. Lieutenant Bob Neeland is a Recreation Warden Supervisor with Wisconsin DNR, and he explains ATV and UTV incident trends and how his team responds to those incidents. With more routes, there's more people out and about and more area to cover uh, legally with an ATV or UTV. I can't draw direct correlations by the increase of routes as to increase in incidents, but what I can say and is listed on our site is uh, vehicle incidents related to ATV and UTV that have resulted in fatalities and crashes has increased, but that's also, from what we can tell, correlated with more machines out on the roadways. Uh, And in general, uh, if you check the registration data over the last three, five years. Every year there's been marked increases in more registered machines, so there's there's more machines out there. Now, do you know what are these machines primarily being used for? Are a lot of them for recreation, or do you see a lot being used for farm work? And what is the relationship between their use and the accidents that are happening? Uh, so we have, you know, machines that are used uh, for farm farming quite a bit. Um, I do see that, but I also see a lot on the recreation side of the house as well. Uh, incidents uh, are mixed. Uh, you know, there have been incidents uh, that are fatalities that have been with farming in the last several years, and there have been some with recreational use. So now from the law enforcement's perspective, how are you managing these incidents? You know, these aren't traditional motor vehicles, so what comes with that difference? There's some differences, but there's some similarities. So when there is a incident that occurs, you know, typically most people are calling 911 and then they're dispatched out um, to the local warden, the local law enforcement to get on there and perform whatever life-saving measures or care they can. Uh, once we have that sorted out, uh, depending on the severity of the incident, uh, we'll actually start taking data and start to reconstruct or work to reconstruct the accident to or incident to figure out what's what occurred and maybe there's something we can learn from it and go from there. And that's what my team does is when, when the major incidents occur, we go out and uh, try to do the best we can to put together pieces and save as many lives as we can. Now, are there any gray areas that arise in accidents that involve an ATV or UTV and a traditional motor vehicle? Because I can imagine that it can be hard to distinguish who's at fault in that situation and then handle that incident. Uh, We handle accidents uh, for the recreational side. We don't for the traditional vehicle side, but when an ATV or UTV is involved with a car, truck, you know, whatever else it is on the road, we assist the local law enforcement agency and then we help because uh, ATVs, UTVs have different safety mechanisms, have different things through there, and we cooperatively work with those other law enforcement agencies to kind of put together the pieces and try to determine what happened. And then wherever that facts and evidence leads us is where we go for the next bit. Okay, so it sounds like it's sort of a joint effort then when it comes to investigating and handling those incidents. How do you handle ATVs and motor vehicles sharing the road? What are some other problems that might arise from that? Well, some of the other problems uh, that we have out there are things that we see uh, not that much different from cars and vehicles. There's just different law sets. So we have uh, you know age restrictions on the roadway for ATVs, UTVs just like you have for a car. Uh, There are no licensing requirements, but we have ATV safety uh, working through that. Uh, People under 18 need to wear helmets in certain circumstances. We have people that go too fast, people that run on routes they're not supposed to, um, you know, both 
stop signs, all that stuff that's very similar when you're talking roadway uses. A lot of it lines up with a few additions uh, with ATVs and UTVs. Lieutenant Bob Nealon from Wisconsin DNR along with us, sharing more about how ATV and UTV crashes are handled and how you can stay safe out on the roads and trails this summer. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. Allison Lund is a Cambridge native joining us for the summer from Purdue University. Stay tuned for markets coming up. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. Come see us at this year's Wisconsin Farm Technology Days in Loyal, Booth B136. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. I think you could take a look at anyone's calendar and they have at least one wedding or graduation party to attend this summer. That's probably tenfold for florists. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Tammy Gash is the president of the Wisconsin and Upper Michigan Florists Association. She also operates Brilliant Blooms south of Green Bay. She gives us a look at what your local florist is dealing with in terms of getting flowers during the busy season. The fuel increase has impacted all aspects of our business from getting flowers, you know, from the growers. Most flower, and maybe most people don't realize this, but most flowers that your local florists are using come from Central and South America. They might come from Africa or, or the Netherlands areas in Holland. And so your flowers travel a long way to get to their final destination. The fuel and the trucking shortages and all of that have impacted um, the cost of getting flowers to us. And now with the gas prices, it's impacting the cost of getting the flowers from us to the recipients or the people that you're sending them to. I know everyone's trying to, still trying to make flowers affordable and attainable for people to send. But, you know, as our costs increase, you know, unfortunately, we do need to pass that along. Tammy, I'm glad you mentioned where flowers travel in from. Are you keeping your eye then on the flower crop overseas, especially with different weather events happening across the globe? 
Right. The weather, the strange weather that we're seeing here is also being seen worldwide. Most flowers, you know, as I mentioned, are coming from, you know, Ecuador and Colombia in South America. And, you know, being right on the equator there, they have that perfect growing temperatures that they can grow roses and carnations and all the flowers that we love, you know, all year round. But they've had snow when they shouldn't have snow and they've had torrential rains. You know, they're still building back capacity after decreasing capacity when the pandemic first hit. And so they're trying to get their crops back on track for regular um, ready supply. But the weather has given them a lot of a lot of issues. And in Ecuador right now, there's even some strikes happening. So getting the flowers from the farms to the airport is also an issue right there right now, creating a little bit of backlog in the supply chain. So, Tammy Gash along with us, the president of the Wisconsin and Upper Michigan Florist Association. She says some weather events and supply chain issues happening around the globe have impacted some flower varieties. Tammy says hydrangeas were impacted by heavy rains and cool weather temperatures hurt the mum crop, such as daisies or green button mums. So those were harder to come by. She says supply was also getting thin for the popular earth tone roses. And as a result, your terracotta color rose rose may be more expensive than a pink rose. And now we'll take a look at our commodity markets. From Chicago, cash corn is up a nickel and a half. December new crop corn is trading at 6.19 and 3 quarters. Cash beans are down 21 cents. November new crop soybeans are down 13 and a half at 14.44 and a half. And wheat is trading at 8.61 and 3 quarters, down 7 cents. The July class 3 milk contract is down a nickel at 22.48 to hundredweight. And August milk is trading at 22.82 a hundredweight, down 51 cents. Stay tuned for news you want to take with you to the fair after this. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You want new floors, but you're not sure if you can do it yourself. With Wiseway Flooring designers and technicians, you'll have the knowledge and confidence to complete the job for a fraction of what you might think. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our helpful hints might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. You're in the construction business, you love what you do, and you're good at it, but traveling all over the state for one job here and there is getting old. When you join the crew at SNR Remodeling, your home sweet home every night because the jobs are local. No nights, no weekends, more time for family, and there's plenty of work so you can stay ahead financially. SNR Remodeling. Apply online at snrremodeling.net. SNR Remodeling. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, where we know real life often falls outside the lines. So our bankers innovate to create non-traditional solutions. When you work with us, you're likely to find an immediate solution or plan for achieving your goals. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you, 
are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It's July 1st, and that means county fair season is really going to get going for the rest of the summer. Taylor Schaefer joins us with an exhibit you don't want to miss when you're at your county fair. On your next trip to the county or state fair, take a look around the poultry barn to see all the different birds that you can find. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report, and there are over 2,000 different breeds and styles of poultry that range in color, size, and beauty. I had a chance to meet with Melissa Leonard Flannery, who's the Iowa County Poultry Superintendent. Melissa, let's dive a little deeper into preparation before the fair. What do these birds really eat? Is there a special mix of protein or other nutrients? And how do you get them visually ready to go to a fair or another show? As far as feed goes, you won't put a young bird on layer feed until they start laying. And really any chicken grower feed, meat bird feeds, any poultry feed is designed in balance. So they can be on any of those. Some breeders will prefer actually to feed cat food because it will change eye color and be higher protein. So I have heard people that feed cat food to their chickens. I have fed cat food to my chickens only the week before they go to show because the coloring in the cat food does transition to their eyes. You can feed scratch grains and a whole bunch of other things that you will see people adding to their feeds, but it really does not need to be anything special giving the bird the space so they aren't ruining their feathers, but also not commingling them with many other birds because birds have pecking orders and they do like to fight um, and establish that dominance, especially your males. So actually being able to cage train them to being in a smaller space, but not so small that it's going to damage feathers is actually more important that you're not allowing other birds to ruin. We call them rooster nuggies. So if you have a rooster that's jumping on the female and he will shred her feathers on her back, she's not going to show well. So you really are going to separate your males from your females. The females do okay in groups, not huge groups, but you'll separate them. And then I prefer to do it a week before the show. I will bathe my chickens. And so you'll give them a bath, treat them for any parasites that they might have. So you're not taking that with you to the fair and you'll give them a bath, but then you want to give them the time to go through their feathers all over again with their oil gland and refix everything. So then they're all shined up and good to go. Growing up, raising livestock, this question has been on my mind since we started talking earlier. Once you're done showing these birds, what do you really do with them? Do they go back to the farm? Are they used for meat? Some of them are used for meat. There are swaps, and there's a large population of people in Wisconsin that do do chickens. And so if I have females that didn't make the cut as a breeder, so she's not pretty enough for me to keep. If I have the space and can keep her as a laying hen, I will. There's nothing wrong with her eggs. She'll be a great layer. If I don't have the space for her, I will sell her as a laying hen. She'll go somewhere else. I don't keep extra birds to feed for the point of just feeding them. And so my males, I would sell for meat, somebody that would like to butcher him and have him as a stew, a stew bird that he's totally okay for that. But I will keep my best birds just for my breeding pen. So then you will set up pens for your winter hatching season. 
so many females to so many males, and then you can rotate your males through different cages. So you don't want to just keep one male because if he was to die, now you have females that are just layers because you can't use them as breeders without a male. So you'll keep a few extra males, more females, and then you can set up your breeding pens and hatch through the winter. Hopefully the idea is you can hatch enough that you can maybe sell some and make a little extra money, but you're just trying to create enough so that you have enough to pick from coming in on the new year. An order that prohibited the movement of poultry to all live events to help prevent the spread of highly pathogenic avian influenza has been lifted by the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. Now that that order is no longer in effect, poultry shows may resume, including at Wisconsin's county and state fairs later this summer. Melissa shares her thoughts on whether poultry exhibitors will attend. I think that it's going to depend on the type of exhibitor. When we go to county fairs, you have kids that are your exhibition poultry kids, and they have put years and years and years into all of the work that goes in with getting that bird from hatch. You know, they hatched it. They had the parents. They hatched it. They've raised them. They've been working on those genetics and that project for years and years and years. Those kids will tell you it's not worth it. My birds are staying at home and staying safe. I'm not taking them to the county fair and I'm not commingling them anywhere that they could possibly get anything. You do have some kids, they have a backyard flock, taking chickens to the fair just for fun. They will give those probably a bath and and bring those because they're probably at home free ranging. There's the exposure that they're having at home is no different than the exposure they would have at the county fair. So I think that you will have birds coming back. They might not be the best birds. There's some kids that are going to bring their birds, but they're not going to bring their best birds. And then after they get done at the fair, they're going to get put in a separate building under quarantine for two weeks and then maybe reintroduced to the flock. So it just depends on how much risk that person wants to take. Again, that's Melissa Leonard Flannery with us sharing more about what it takes to raise exhibition poultry. She says that the poultry project is great for exhibitors with a backyard flock who want to get involved for fun, but there's also a world of possibilities for those working to match the American Poultry Association's standard of perfection. Not only is Melissa the poultry superintendent for Iowa County, she also has experience judging various poultry shows throughout her career. She shares a piece of advice for exhibitors on their next show day. You see when you walk through the county fair all these kids that have beef blowing out all the hair and you have kids that have dairy cows that are giving them, that are clipping them. Um, We do have the same process that goes on for chickens. So the day of the show, they will clean up their legs with usually like baby wipes. They'll wipe them down, get all the poop off of them. And they wipe them down with Vaseline and oil to really make that face shine, really make the legs shine, really make them look healthy and happy and all of those things. And the thing that I will suggest as a judge to all of our exhibitors is to take the feed away in the morning. Not that we want you to starve your birds, but they do not have the muscles in their esophagus to swallow. So if they've been eating and drinking a lot and then I pick them up to examine them, they puke all down my white coat. So it's helpful to not have them having food and water in their stomach right before the show. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer. Congratulations again to Taylor Schaefer, who will begin her official role as the 75th Allison Dairyland on Tuesday, July 5th. Thanks for coming along with us on a Friday. Enjoy the holiday weekend and stay safe out there. I'm Stephanie Hoff.